Welcome to the Empire Diaries. We know the risk, but we had to podcast. I am one of your hosts, Latoya Ferguson. I'm Morgan Ludich. And I'm Jill Dayfield. And today we are talking episodes 19 and 20 of season one of the Vampire Diaries, Miss Mystic Falls and Blood Brothers. First things first, Jill, what did you think about these two episodes of television? Um, as close to perfect as you can get. Wow. Yes. <laughs> uh, even though the second one had a lot of flashbacks? Yeah. They, they, they worked for me this time. I was not taken aback. Okay. So we're getting closer to you possibly almost liking flashbacks. Yeah. It'll, it'll still take a bit, but... I had a feeling these would work for you because they do kind of, like, reveal new stuff. Like, mm-hmm. the idea that, like, you know... Like, like their whole backstory, like that is kind of stuff you might not have intuited. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Uh, and let's get into Miss Mystic Falls, a very big episode. We've been hyping this one up for a long time now, haven't we, Morgan? Oh, absolutely. And I, I think for good reason, because Jill seems to feel like it lived up to all of our hype. It did not disappoint. <laughs> yeah. Uh, knew you would love everything about it. <laughs> well, how can you not? It totally bangs. And it is, um, this is not like a huge spoiler or anything. Like, it is a episode that the show cares a lot about and will like continue to reference um, throughout, you know, like later years and stuff like that. Uh, so I'm glad that you like it. It's definitely an episode that has provided footage for a lot of fan videos, uh, as you can imagine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so let's get started. Uh, the episode begins with cool guy Stefan uh, driving his car to school and wearing some uh, shades. What is he listening to? It seems <laughs> like pop punk. I was like, is this boys like girls or something? Based on the Wikipedia and this music thing, it'd be a band called Faber Drive, a four-piece Canadian pop-punk band. Ooh. That's what Stefan's into. Gonna have to look into that. Uh, so, yeah, he's uh, wearing shades, he's listening to pop-punk, and he's telling everybody that he's fine. He's totally cool. He's totally fine. He's feeling great. Mm-hmm. Uh he says the worst part is over, which <laughs> that is not <laughs> the case. <laughs> he tells Elena to like go ahead and he'll meet her. He has to get his bag out of the car, which you know you could do with her there, but whatever. He opens up his trunk and uh, there's a bunch of blood bags uh, from the hospital. So use blood bags that he's just not disposed of. Yeah, like you should just toss those, man. Um, also, uh, important things for my notes is that they are both wearing, uh, black leather jackets in this scene, which is great. Uh, we love to see it. We love a couple with a look. Um, and he does so much, like, great addict stuff, uh, in this episode. And in this scene, he, like, thanks her. He's like, thank you so much for putting up with me, like, during the rough patch. But now mm-hmm. this is okay. And it's just, like, it's, uh, there are cliches for a reason. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, he is uh, very good with the attic speak, the dirtbag boyfriend speak in this episode, which we will get to. Yes, we will. 
<laughs> oh yes yes you will um so at founders hall you know that place where i'm like i've never seen this before in my life but apparently <laughs> keeps showing up um lizzie and john are telling demo about the missing blood at the hospital which basically we know because we just saw stefan stole all that blood yep what a dummy yeah and, uh, you know, things are looking suspicious. And Lizzie's like, yeah, we never would have known if John hadn't alerted us. And Damon's like, yeah, great. Also, Stefan kind of, I think, messed up while he was uh, having the records manipulated, basically. Because yeah. he's not really thinking straight right now. He's just thinking blood, blood, blood. Yes. So, like, Stefan's being sloppy. And it's, you know, landing on Damon's head. And John Gilbert is like, well, why don't I get into this with Damon? <laughs> Hey, Jill, how are you feeling about John Gilbert? He sucks. <laughs> like, hardcore sucks. I love how much you hate him. <laughs> Is there any other emotion I should have towards him besides hatred? Oh, no, but it's just amusing to hear you just talk about how much you hate him every time he's in a scene. Yeah, mm-hmm. he sucks. I mean, because we've already been through this in our lives watching the show for the first time because John Gilbert is, is an asshole. Oh, yeah. he fucking sucks. It's a, it's a really good performance, I think, by David Anders. Um, uh, so I I was on iZombie for the last three seasons, and he is a series regular on that show. He plays Blaine, and he's kind of like our show's – that show's Damon. So he is, like, very used to being, like, the bad boy you love to hate. So this is, like, a really specifically calibrated performance because he is just unpleasant. Yeah, we, we, we talked about it last episode, too. But, you know, he played Sark and Alias, and it's also the kind of same thing. He's, like, he's this bad guy, and you love to hate him, and he's just, like, so charming. And it's really, it's, just, it's, a lot, it's honestly a lot of Darren Andrew roles. He's, like, he's so charming, and you can't help it. But here, as they're just, like, let's take away every redeeming thing you would usually enjoy about a David Andrews character. <laughs> to the point where later, he's when he's telling Pearl that he's going to use his charm on her, it's like, I truly laughed out loud. Like, I was like, good luck with that. <laughs> you are unbearable, dude. I love it. It's so good. Wonderful. But yeah, uh, now uh, Lizzie has John and Damo work together, which is, <laughs> this is not the Damo-Rick uh, partnership uh, take two. No, not the dream team. <laughs> But speaking of Rick, our next scene is a history class in which Alaric tells some kind of lie about how he was going <laughs> to teach them something about World War II, but now he's forced to talk about the Civil War instead. Yeah, the founders made him talk about the Civil War. Sure. But also, why, like, the town shouldn't be able to dictate what's taught in public high school. I mean, it's a small southern town, Morgan. That's, like, the most realistic part of the entire show. What was unrealistic, though, was Stefan actually being in class. (laughs) Yes. It's like, wow, so he's hopped up on blood and now he finally comes to class. Okay. It was shocking to see him there. But also coming to class is Bonnie with her new bangs. Bonnie is back, baby. And getting bangs is never a good sign. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. She's going through something because she has bangs now. Yeah. Jill, how did you feel to see that Bonnie was back? I wanted to say, like, she comes back in the next episode, like, last time. But I'm like, no, you should enjoy this. It's a nice reveal. She came back better than ever. Her sadness bangs look so nice. Mm-hmm. Again, this is where I appreciate you so much, Jill, for, for that reaction. And you're like, she's back better than ever because so many people I know, I remember this vividly, bitched about uh, Bonnie not being, I guess, happy about the circumstances and coming back as such a bitch, which I'm like, 
no, she has a right for every uh, feeling she's feeling right now. Yeah, she is justifiably angry. <laughs> Thank you, Jill. Thank you for having reason in your head. Thank you for being a smart woman. You are so welcome. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like she has just gone through something absolutely horrific. And she's like still being nice to people. She's like a little icy. And that just means uh, this uh, this black woman, basically, how dare she disrespect all of them? How dare she? Yeah, I'm bringing race into it, people, because honestly, like, it's a lot of it is about race. I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean, most I, I would argue that if you hate Bonnie at this stage, what is your answer? Other what is your explanation other than you're racist? How how is she supposed to feel or behave? Honestly? Yeah, like she shouldn't be like giddy. To see the person who's responsible for the death of her grandmother. Like, the like, and, and yeah, like, Damon bit her. Like, yeah, all of this stuff's crazy. And <laughs> Bonnie owes all of you nothing. <laughs> we Whatever. are not the problem. You are all the problem. <laughs> but yeah, she comes in and Elena's very, like, surprised and happy to see her. And she is, does not seem happy to see Elena. Same for Stefan. He's like, oh, hey, Bonnie. And she's like, no. She's like, uh, hello, traitor. <laughs> hello, Steve. <laughs> hello, Steve. <laughs> um, our next scene is an Anna and Damo scene. Um, she's like, sorry about that whole kidnapping your brother thing. Like, that was not us. We feel really bad about it still. <laughs> yeah, that was a coup led by Fred Dick. And uh, Pearl has since kicked out everyone uh all the uh, leftover two vampires uh, besides harper because harper is the only good boy yeah harper's a sweet boy so that's pretty cool and damon's like i don't give a shit but why don't you stop robbing blood banks you guys are getting really fucking sloppy and it's causing problems for me <laughs> and, and i was like it's not us because what have we ever been sloppy honestly mm. we're the we're the smart ones you dummy um <laughs> So, yeah, now he's like, uh-oh, it's got to be Steve. Mm-hmm. So now we're worried. Um, then we go to our Elena and Bonnie scene where, um, you know, things are icy. Uh, understandably so. Yeah, so as we've seen before, Elena was trying to get in contact with Bonnie. A lot of voicemail. Mm-hmm. Um, but Bonnie uh, points out that she, she learned from Elena. So the spell didn't even work. So her grandmother really died for nothing. So that's what like really sent her down the spiral that told her, I need to get bangs. Yeah. Yeah. So she's not in a great place. Mm-hmm. And then we have Caroline showing up to, to, to make Elena feel like shit. <laughs> <laughs> when she says that she and Bonnie talked every day. Yeah. Beautiful. I love Beautiful. her. I love her. I've never loved anyone more. She she comes bearing that. She comes bearing exposition. And she tells us that she reminds us that the Miss Mystic Falls pageant is happening. And um, Elena's like, oh, shit, I forgot about that. And Caroline looks at her so hopefully and is like, does this mean you're dropping out? <laughs> and uh, Bonnie, however, reminds her like, no, she wouldn't. Her mom wanted her to do it. Um, which is like there, like Bonnie, like Bonnie understands Elena like implicitly and smooths th- smooths things over in this situation. Like if she was actually being like a bad friend or a shitty person in any way, she wouldn't have done that. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it sucks that she didn't talk to Elena a lot during this whole time. But like, what would they have talked about? You know, Elena would have brought up Stefan. 
Yeah. She's the girl with a boyfriend. She's going to bring up her boyfriend. She truly is. <laughs> to be fair, she's a very interesting boyfriend. But like. <laughs> Yeah, Selena has a very interesting boyfriend, an interesting life, which, I mean, in other circumstances, it would be great to hear all the things that happen. Not in these circumstances. Yep. <laughs> God, I love Caroline so much in this moment. I know we talked every day. <laughs> love it. <laughs> she doesn't know. She's just... <laughs> she's the fucking best uh she and i just i love that like they set up the dynamic there really well between elena and caroline that they're going to kind of explore throughout this episode uh which is that like elena so like things like this are so easy for her like because she like she has tv protagonist disease so she's like really pretty and put together and confident and likable and you know caroline's a supporting character in the show so like anything elena does to her is punching down and uh yeah this it's great i like it a lot so now that demo knows it wasn't anna and pearl who did the hospital thievery he approaches um stefan and stefan is lying his ass off stefan's a good liar now all of a sudden i guess human blood will do that to you yeah he's like i'm clean uh i, w- I would never just keep drinking blood <laughs> doesn't sound like me uh damon's uh you know dancing around and he's like you got a little pep in your step <laughs> <laughs> and uh, after being after years of being the poster child for Prozac, you're you know you've turned a corner. And I was like, excuse me, I'm the poster child for Prozac. <laughs> and then we crowned Morgan. It was very official. Thank you. I'm look. I'm getting used to the new title, but I'm very proud of myself. <laughs> Um, but the whole deal is that like Damon doesn't buy it and knows. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we have. Elena and Stefan on the phone, just uh, in, in between that. Mm-hmm. And she's just talking about, you know, Mystic Falls, how she forgot all about it, her mom wanted, and then they're done talking. And then Mr. Stefan, who's like, oh no, I'm totally clean. He immediately goes to where he hid his stash and Damo finds him. His enormous blood refrigerator. You dummy. <laughs> Whatever, it's under control and Damon's being a dick and he's like, no, you're being sloppy. And Stefan just deadpans, have my actions in, like uh, negatively impacted you? I can't imagine what that must be like. Uh, Paul Wesley in this episode <laughs> is so hot. It's so wrong that he's so hot. It's very wrong. It's great though. <laughs> he's incredibly hot. Um, and he really does uh, throw it back at Damon pretty fairly in the scene. Yeah. Uh, so it's all, nothing's changed. I'm still the same person. Even though he's clearly not, as we're all addressing the fact that he has a pep in his step and he is fun and he's wearing shades. Yeah, that's not him. <laughs> yeah, it's not even that they're not even sunglasses. That's how cool they are. They're they're shades. They're shades. <laughs> um, Jill, how do you like fun uh human blood drinking Stefan? It's a fun dynamic while it lasted. Um mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. He was fine. Mm-hmm. He was fine. <laughs> I like seeing a new I, I like I, like as they go on, it's clear like Paul Wesley likes to play new shades of Stefan. A lot of the time, and this is like a fun one. But yeah, I just love that I, I'm like losing my mind during this episode, and just like it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm like, oh, he's not peacock. I I I will argue again that I think both of them, uh, both the uh, Salvatore boys, are in uh, peak hotness in this episode. But we can have to debate whenever you guys are ready. The Auga level is quite high in this episode. Very true. <laughs> 
Um, so moving on, our next scene is everybody's interviews for Miss Mystic Falls. Uh, an iconic scene, if ever there was one. Good God. Caroline is just like so aggressively overqualified and so well practiced and polished. I I love one uh, beautiful girl. It's her. Um, and Elena's is cut next to it is so apologetic. <laughs> I'm so I'm so sorry. You know, my my parents died, and yeah, I haven't really done anything this year. Mm-hmm. And it's like that's so fair, but like if you, the idea that she could deserve it more than Elena, like makes me so angry. <laughs> I'm like bow out gracefully, babe. So we also have Amber, who is like um, basically their one non-founding family member of uh the ball that way it's just not them excluding people as they always do yep and uh like caroline later is like yeah she's totally just there to make this look like there's no nepotism but it's exclusively nepotism i mean we know it's exclusively nepotism because you have one of the fell cousins she's like i'm a two-time winner and then the other fell cousin like i feel like just because my all the community service i did was sentenced to me after my dui doesn't mean i didn't enjoy doing it love it i really wish that one would have won but you know <laughs> caroline winning is also good yes i uh, i had to be my girl <laughs> um but yeah those are really fun and great and you know tension builds <laughs> speaking of great here's the opposite of great uncle john shows up at the manor yeah we talk isabel we talk the device he needs help finding that is an old uh jonathan gilbert invention and he's like ah pearl has it you know this pearl lady and damon's like no i'm not interested and from everything that you're saying i know you must not know Catherine at all because pearl was her best friend he thinks that pearl's like the one he needs to take down it's like if you want to take down pearl clearly you have not been talking to Catherine at all and then uh, Jonathan Gilbert's like, cool, well, if you don't help me, I will out you to the town council. And Damon's like, okay, if you do that, I will kill all of them and you, and I'll take your fucking ring off. John didn't expect th- this uh, blackmail attempt to go so poorly, because it goes so poorly. Yeah, he miscalculated. What a dummy. A charmless dummy. Very, very dumb. We move on to uh, a very fun scene, in my opinion, which is the dance practice scene. They have to do the no-touching dance. That's what it's called. The no-touching dance. The simple intimacy of the near-touch. That's what it's about. It's great. Uh, And this is really one of those scenes where it's like, there's a bunch of kids. They're all goofing off. No one's taking it seriously because it's dumb. It's dumb, but it's so cute. And Stefan and Elena are being very cute. I, again, like dancing Stefan. Um... I'm wondering, I'm wondering if I should call these out, but, like, Simple Intimacy of the Near Touch is one of the, like, episode titles for the final season, um, which rules. Uh, and, yeah, they're just being cute, and Stefan is being uncharacteristically fun. Which uh, means something is wrong. Yeah. It's very sad that uh, the idea of Stefan having fun means this is bad. Yeah, it's it shouldn't be a red flag. Yeah, uh, for most people, that's the opposite of a red flag. Fun. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, <laughs> Caroline is uh, talking to Bonnie about like her chances, obviously. 
Yeah, Elena's her real competition because she yeah. totally is the sympathy vote because everyone feels bad for her because her parents die. Good thing uh, Mr. Tanner's dead and not like on the panel to, to vote. He'd be like, I don't fucking care her parents died. Yeah, he would have uh, would have helped, helped Caroline. But yeah, um, Bonnie's like, wow, Caroline, that was so tactful of you to say to me. And she's like, I'm sorry that this probably seems like really stupid and like unimportant to you. She's just like, I just like feel like I deserve this. And I'm like, baby, you do. She does. Yeah, she's a sweetheart. Then Stefan and Elena arrive, and like, Stefan's being fun, and Elena's like, hey, Bonnie, do you want to talk to me now? She's like, no. <laughs> oh. And she's like, can we please have a moment? Like, it'll just be a moment. And Bonnie's like, fine. So they do, and then uh, Bonnie basically says what we've all been saying, and she's just like, I can't just pretend like everything's okay. And she, she even makes it clear. She's like, I don't want to make you choose, obviously, between me and your boyfriend, so I'm just not going to do that. Yeah, she's like, she literally just says, I'm having a hard time with it. And I'm like, yeah, that's so fair. Uh, yeah, she's like, my my, gram- my grams died for nothing. And I blame these guys and I don't want you in the middle of it. So, like, let me deal with it how I'm going to deal with it, which is uh, incredibly fair. She's fucking bitch. Yeah, what an asshole. Jill, isn't she such a bitch? Oh, uh, yeah. Dude, <laughs> bitch. Bonnie, more like bitchy. <laughs> Holy shit, Latoya. <laughs> Got her. I am the, the, the genius who gave you Fred Dick and <laughs> Bitch Ann. <laughs> From the podcast that gave you Slurp. <laughs> oh. I hate that slurp is sticking. Okay, so speaking of slurp, uh, Stefan sees some boys playing b-ball, and one of them gets a cut, and he, like, freaks the fuck out because he wants a slurp. And then Alaric comes up to him, and he fucking chokes him. There should have been, like, a bunch of students seeing Stefan choke the history teacher, because that would be hilarious. Yo, did you hear that Stefan Salvatore choked the history teacher? I heard he dropped out. That's fucked up. Oh, really? He's like, I haven't seen him at school in like two months. Um, yeah. And Alaric is like, whoa, what if you didn't choke me? And he's like, uh, I'm fine. And he goes away not being fine. He just choked Alaric. Yeah. Uh, our next scene is uh, Alaric picking everyone up at the Gilbert house for the pageant. And he is wearing a suit. Discuss. He opened, the door opened and I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> he looked really good. Yeah. Warner brought his A game. He really did. Yeah. Uh, right. He looks really handsome. I wrote Rick in a suit with a heart next to it. And then I wrote uh, John Gilbert cucked, parentheses. <laughs> God. John Gilbert simp. <laughs> He's like, wait, I thought I was driving everyone. No, none of us like you. Except for Jeremy, because I guess toxic masculinity or something. Yeah, I, I almost think it's like rude of Jenna. Jenna's like, Jeremy can ride with you. And I'm like, don't make Jeremy have to do that. But Jeremy's the only one who likes uh, John, because like Jeremy's the only one John treats like a human being. Yeah, because he's also a like Gilbert man. Yeah, it's such, it's such patriarchal bullshit, which Jenna like called out before. The patriarchy, you guys. It sucks. That's going to be like a really uncomfortable car conversation. Like they're going to talk about politics or something on accident and realize bad stuff about each other. Like I don't envy that uh, that car talk. 
car talk. Car talk. And now we are at Miss Mystic Falls, I guess at the Founders Hall, wherever this place is. I've never seen it before in my life. Yeah, it's definitely not in several episodes. <laughs> um, Anna shows up looking really good. She's so cute. She was supposed to be in Miss Mystic Falls in 1864, but you know... Things happened. Stupid Salvatores and their girlfriend. That was so cute when she mentioned that. I was like, oh, you poor thing. Like, like Anna's just, like, she just, like, had to defer her teen years by 150 years. And that's so tragic. Yeah. And uh, while this conversation with Damon happens, uh, a cello cover of Coldplay's Yellow plays. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful. (laughs) Very beautiful. Damon's like, hey, do you know about this device? (laughs) She's like, I don't fucking know. You're talking to the wrong one. We're at a party. <laughs> Go away, Damon. Leave me alone. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, uh, Jenna does Elena's hair, and uh, they talk about her mom, and she's like, this is really, really hard to do without her. And uh, Jenna's like, yeah, I get it. Your hair would probably be better if she was here. <laughs> like, And we see Caroline having heard all of this, and she looks sad. Because she has no one to do her hair. Lizzie's not going to do her hair. She's got no yeah. one. She even says uh, earlier that her mom, like, like didn't get the genes for this kind of stuff, so. Yeah, because, like, her, what is it? Her grandmother was Miss Mystic and, like, two of her aunts. And, like, her, yeah, her mom just, like, never tried. I mean, were they also the town sheriff? Because that's what you do when you're a Forbes. So I don't know how they got both of that. Yeah. <laughs> But, um, yeah, Car- oh, Caroline. I love Caroline so much. Um, yeah, Jeremy and, uh, and John Gilbert uh, t- talk about the journal. And uh, Jeremy's like, yeah, so all that vampire stuff, what do you think? God. And John's like, oh, it's the ravings of a madman. <laughs> and uh, then we see Anna, and John's like, that's a very pretty girl. And I'm like, back off. <laughs> stranger danger, stranger danger. <laughs> Like she's a, in, I'm like, for all you know, she's a child. But also, John brings up how uh, the original John Gilbert had like a bunch of journals. He had multiple vampire diaries, not just a vampire diary, which, duh. Look, as you should. <laughs> yeah, otherwise, it's called the Vampire Diaries, not the Vampire Diary. So, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, a, it's a big point. Um, so, obviously, John has them because John knows so fucking much. Honestly, the original John Gilbert, like, he wrote way too much. Like, he didn't mind his business, but he never did. So fuck him. Uh, he was a snitch, snitching ass bitch. We've been through this. Um, and also during the scene, uh, a cello cover of Coldplay's Clocks plays. God, we love a we love a cello cover. Uh, I will. Uh, I was recently at a wedding, and um, they played a cello cover of the uh, song from Twilight the um the thousand years song um and i lost my mind it's lit it was great because two seconds before i whispered to the person i was going with look i'm walking down the aisle to the twilight song and that's non-negotiable and then it played oh my god like i was like the weirdest psychic ever (laughs) morgan do you think you're a witch um well i keep seeing all these numbers It was a great moment for me, but it was not great in that I had to then like hold in my laughter at a wedding because I didn't want to be rude and ruin something because there was nothing wrong with walking down the aisle to that song. I was just like being an ironic asshole and then it happened and I was like, oh no. That's what you get, Morgan. That's what you get for for irony. Irony is a poison. (laughs) 
Um, so what's next? What's next? Amber's um, freaking out. She's like oh. very nervous about this. She's so cute. Like she's such good casting. Yeah, she's a little sweetie. Uh, bad things happen to her. A lot of bad things happen to her. I'm just kind of happy it's not Caroline this is happening to after, you know, the early goings of the season. Kind of a relief, to be honest. Yeah. Um, then we have a Damon and Elena scene, and uh, Damon's like, hey, Stefan's drinking human blood. And she's like, no, but he's like, no, he is. <laughs> you, yeah. You've noticed that your boyfriend's very weird and happy and fun, right? And he's like, he, like... He has no control over himself. If Stefan's like drinking human blood again, he will do anything and he will say anything to keep like to keep things going. And uh, that is very worrying. Yeah, he makes a good point about how um, because Stefan spent all this time fighting, you know, his impulses and you know fighting being an actual vampire, he never actually learned how to control being an actual vampire. He just decided to push it all down instead of actually handling his business. Yep. Which is uh, incredibly dangerous. Yep. As we see in this episode. Yeah, the results (laughs) of doing that are, it turns out, having no chill whatsoever. Uh, Meanwhile, Anna is still very mad at Jeremy for just wanting to become a vampire so he could be with Vicky. Fair enough. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Yeah, for using uh, her. But then he throws back, you know... Uh, what about how, how you use me to, you know, feed your mother? But, and she's like, what? You know about that? And she's like, what else do you know? He's like, everything. I know everything. Because remember, he read Elena's vampire diary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is like, that's pretty fair. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I hate when people are just using me because, like, my ancestor betrayed their mom and they want to feed my blood to her to wake her back up from, you know, her desiccation coma. <laughs> but... Modern dating is hard, so. <laughs> I mean, we'll learn about Match.com in the next episode. Oh, my God. I yelled. Um, <laughs> then we have a uh, Damon and Elena and Stefan scene, and it's, like, kind of a makeshift intervention. Yeah. And then Damon just kind of gives up, and he says, I'll be downstairs drinking. <laughs> it's so funny. And, like, and Stefan just, you know, says a bunch of addict shit, including when he says to Elena, I thought you believed in me. My notes are mostly just, this is my Paul Wasilewski, my dirtbag love, <laughs> and hard eyes. He is, it's horrible. I don't know what's wrong with us, but um, he's real hot in this episode. Uh, for people who ever watched um, Everwood, uh, Paul was recurring in season two as Tommy, uh, Amy Abbott's bad boy uh, boyfriend. And he was like, a, he was kind of like a manipulative asshole a little bit. Uh, especially towards the end and this reminded me of that and I've like never been happier (laughs) he's just like I mean he's playing things like he's playing his hand pretty well given how out of control he is Mm -hmm. but it's just like you know the the cracks are starting to show but also uh Paul Wesley's really good at acting um I think that's a uh we're bad people for like uh talking about how much we love this and how attracted to this we are and we know it's wrong we're not saying in real life this is good but like in the show it's great love it love this for him not equal endorsement (laughs) i endorse this for myself in this world (laughs) i endorse me watching this episode repeatedly (laughs) i endorse myself dreaming about this vividly I endorse when Paul Wesley punches a mirror in the next scene, me going, hmm. 
I endorse him <laughs> taking off his clothing room with a real a white tank top because yes. <laughs> Oh, the tank tops. The tank tops are out of control. Jill, what do you endorse? Damo in a suit. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I also endorse Damo in a suit. But that's not as toxic as what we're no. endorsing. Right I mean, now. if you consider that he's like an unrepentant murderer, it is. I suppose so. <laughs> he's like not a good person. Not. He's not. <laughs> yeah, neither is squeaky clean. So um Seven Punch is a mirror. It's great. And uh, Amber walks in and sees him, and he gets horny eyes, and it's not good. I mean, not good for her. I love everything about it. <laughs> she is very scared. I get worried for her. Uh, then we have uh, Caroline and Elena scene. They're, like, you know, waiting to be presented on the grand staircase, which, like, don't you just want to descend a staircase in a gown, guys? Like, because I want to do it. Not really. Not at all. I did that for prom. I want to walk down a staircase in a gown one time. I mean, you can do it. Get a gown, walk down the stairs in your apartment complex. I guess I have to get a gown. Yeah, but but no, but like I want like fancy people there to like see me, you know, like I want to be in, at an event. <laughs> uh, but we're never seeing people ever again. So that's not happening. Okay, maybe I'll just do it in the dead of night in a fancy long silk robe and I'll hold a candelabra. And then, do you have a candelabra? No, I'll have to get a candelabra, but I do want this. God damn it, Morgan! <laughs> what? I'll get it. I'll get it. God damn it! If, if you don't have a candelabra, don't bring a candelabra up. I'm just trying to tell you about my dreams and my hopes. <laughs> just looking for like a little bit of support. Well, I will not support this. I mean, that makes sense. I support it. Oh, you support this, Jill? Okay. <laughs> you don't want me to live out my Crimson Peak fantasies? I mean. <laughs> Uh, whatever. Okay, you guys. Let's, let's let's not get into a spiral about Crimson Peak, uh, you guys. Fine, but Crimson Peak rules. Um, so uh, Elena and Caroline have their talk above the staircase, and um, you know, Elena's like, "Hey, have you seen Stefan?" And she has not. And they're like, "Has anyone seen Amber?" And no one has. Yeah, Caroline's more pissed because she has a stupid fill-in escort because Matt has to still work because, you know, he is providing for himself and his his survival. Yeah, and, like, she she has to go with some, like, Lockwood cousin. Yeah, uh, Lockwood Hamilton. I'm like, I want to know about all this. I want to know why the hype in it. I want to know who the Hamilton family are. Right? Uh, we also get one of the fells is with a Whitmore, which will be important in the future, I guess. Oh, okay. I I did not notice that. Cool, cool, cool. Um, so yeah, they like Elena's kind of like, uh, maybe this was a mistake, like, and I shouldn't have done this. And Caroline, like, who in a way, this is kind of like all she's wanted to hear for a lot of the mm-hmm. time. And she's like, so the underdog in the situation. And like, you know, she re- clear, clearly really wants this. And Elena's her biggest competition. She says, no, like, you wanted to do this for your mom, like, you're doing it, which is so cool. Caroline's a good friend. Yeah. She's a good egg. <laughs> I love that egg. I love that egg. Uh, Jeremy and Anna have a scene where, um, like, Jeremy's a little shit, and Anna pulls that whole, like, no, it just started as a plan to steal your blood for my mom, but it became real. Yeah, I didn't know you. <laughs> but I also, Jeremy's being a little shit about, like, how he's so mad at Elena for, you know, not telling him, and so he had to read her vampire diary. It's like, 
why don't you just confront her and tell her how mad you are? Yeah, like, stop being a little bitch. And then uh, they have Stefan and Amber. Oh, boy. Um, so this is... <laughs> Iconic. Great. Um, it's everything I want. It's very unhealthy for me to want it, but it's what I want. <laughs> Look, because I'm freaking hungry. So hot. It's all I care about. <laughs> it's it's ironic as hell. Uh, yeah, well, he, it starts with him saying I'm a little bit on edge when he's clearly more than a little bit on edge. The pacing, they're just like, yeah, yeah, uh, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. I'm a little on edge, but it's going to be cool. <laughs> I love it. I, I enjoy Manic. Uh, manic. Yeah. Paul was Lewski quite a bit. I'm... I'm, I'm not sad. I'm freaking hungry. I, I just, I love him. It's perfect. Oh, this is good to me. I'll be having some great dreams. Um, <laughs> uh, don't endorse this in real life, obviously, mm-hmm. but. <laughs> no, thanks. This is good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, take care of yourself. Don't be in uh, abusive relationships. Um, but. <laughs> Stefan Salvatore right here. Yeah. <laughs> Paul Wesley getting it. Bad boy Paul Wesley is all I love all, always. Mm. I prefer him with the Polish name that apparently people couldn't pronounce, but I thought was very easy to pronounce. Mm. <laughs> like, you just gotta put, you, sound it out. It's fine. It's Wasilewski. It's easy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then we have another scene that is incredibly hot, which uh, is Elena descending a staircase in a gown. And guess who's at the bottom of that staircase? <laughs> It's not Stefan, because he's busy. Oh my god. Jill, did you die? Oh my god, you guys. I was yelling. (laughs) I knew you would love this. Uh, The return of Bonnie and this, I were like, oh, you're going to fucking flip. This is my episode. This was made for me specifically in mind. (laughs) There was quite a bit of Jill bait in this episode, and I screamed too. I screamed so loud. Like, this moment is so huge. Him, like, being there for her out of nowhere. Like, their faces. Holy shit. Some good stuff. This episode is Jill's fight song. (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) Like, I mean, but like, it is. Like, it's got good Caroline stuff in it. Whose fight song isn't it? Uh, I don't know. Who, who, who's anti this episode? I need to know, honestly. People who want to fight me. <laughs> um, so then we, we pop back to Stefan and Amber, and Stefan is saying to himself, he's like, I don't hurt people, I'm the good brother. <laughs> and she's like, oh, you want to hurt me? Because she's kind of in this, like, compelled daze. And he's like, yeah, I want to kill you. And I'm just like, oh, this is too hot. <laughs> too hot to handle. It is pretty hot. <laughs> Uh, this is my uh, kind of villainy, honestly. <laughs> He's very intense. It's hot. Um, I feel like Paul auditioned for the role of Damon because that, that makes sense to me. Yeah. And I feel like this is kind of one of those things where like, I kind of wish we could have seen it then. Yeah, but I feel like when they deal with, when the, sh- the show gets to have its cake and eat it too by doing stuff like this, Mm-hmm. So I feel like we get kind of the best of both worlds because I think I like I love um, I love uh, soft sweet Stefan as well. Um, yeah, I I think both of them are. Uh, yeah, they're both really hot in this episode because they're both being very different, uh, and it's good. <laughs> yeah, my professional opinion is that it's good. Um, 
<laughs> have just one taste, and then he uh, chomps down on poor Amber. And uh, I think it's going to be more than one taste. That's just my thought. Kind of seems like it. He touches her neck a lot, guys. It's it's a lot. <laughs> um, meanwhile, uh, Mayor Dick decides it's time to crown. He doesn't decide, but it is time for him to crown uh, <laughs> Music Falls. I love the idea of him arbitrarily deciding it's time. We're over this. I would love to see him like tapping a glass and be like, oh, everyone fucking round up. I'm naming him. Um, Tyler, where's, where's my son? I want to fight him. <laughs> then I got to go home and fight my son. Um, and like with very little, like, you know, there's not a lot of like tension or waiting. He's just like, it's Caroline. And we're so happy she won. She's so happy. I wrote, Caroline wins. I'm crying. Um, she, she she says, I actually won. And I'm like, oh, baby. <sighs> it's just so nice. Because this is just like, you know, she just, like, she deserves this. Like, she clearly worked so fucking hard. Like, it's just, yeah, it's so nice. It makes me happy. Yeah, like, obviously, usually Elena would just get it. And, you know, dead parents, that really helps. But, you know, Elena clear, like was visibly, I don't really need want to be here. She also got um, a replacement escort that was not, like, announced. She kind of fucked it up mm-hmm. by her step and not being around. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and before we move on, I feel like we should talk more about the dance. Oh, because I feel like we didn't appropriately talk about the dance, especially for Jill's liking. Holy shit. What a dance. The way they're looking at each other. Oh my god. I know that Steve and Elena are really good at looking at each other, but I want more of this looking at each other. (laughs) I agree. I I am going to be honest with you guys. I will probably be rewatching this episode tonight. (laughs) Hell yes. Just for that scene. I think we we both might we might all for for different reasons too. (laughs) Um yeah, I might yeah, I might also. <laughs> Holy shit, the dance is so good. And it's very, it, it's very like Pride and Prejudice-esque, which I am a sucker right. for. Simple intimacy and the near touch. They're like looking at each other through their hands and shit. It's good stuff. So good. <laughs> and uh, the only thing that could have made it better is if Cut by Plum played <laughs> over it instead of whatever else played, which was not Cut by Plum. Mm-hmm. It's, oh my God, it's so crazy. Cause like, I guess like part of it's the element of surprise. The idea that like Stefan, who's always been reliable, has let her down. Because I think the show's so smart about the way it treats its love triangle and like having him fail her so completely and Damon have this opportunity to step up where he like actually plays it right. Given that Damon is like often making mistakes and miscalculations with Elena like when he Mm -hmm. uh, bragged about um, you know like almost killing her mom in front of her (laughs) unknowing. That was fun. (laughs) That was a fun goof. I think that was a whoops. Um, But like this he plays so perfectly because it's just about being there for her which he can do. Mm -hmm. Um, Good shit. Yeah and you have uh, Jenna and Rick on the sides. Jenna being like what is she doing with Damon? Rick's just like I have no idea. Good. Uh, Jill, any final thoughts about the dance? I, oh, it was so good. It was so perfect. Everything I wanted. Uh, yeah, it's pretty good. 
Yeah, it's fucking iconic. Um, I fucking love it. Miss. Oh yeah. So then, um, like John and Lizzie discover that Amber is missing. They're like, "Oh hey, there's this broken mirror, and Amber is gone." Which they say it's proof, like sign of a struggle. Where I'm like, how is it not just the blood from Stefan punching a mirror? Yeah, that seems that's that's a little bit of a stretch. But whatever. Then we have we pop into Stefan and Amber, and he's like, "Why aren't you scared?" And she's like, "You told me to not be scared." You dummy, you told her this. Yeah, and then he's like, oh, okay, be, and he compels her, he's like, be scared of me, run like hell. And he yells, run, run, run now. And then under this, in my notes, I wrote, more like HBO's run, because I'm horny. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> look, I know, look, this is a very smart point that I'm making here. Connecting a lot of dots. <laughs> This is the dumbest podcast. I don't know. That seems like a pretty smart point to me. <laughs> I um, I agree, Morgan. I think that um, <laughs> thank really you. Good. Thank you. Had to bring it up. Good. Had to bring it up. So he runs. <laughs> uh, then, like Elena and Damon are like, "Oh fuck, Amber's missing," and so <laughs> yeah, they finally realize and put two and two together, and then. Stefan, meanwhile, gets to Amber. She's like, you said to run. And he's like, I changed my mind. What a little scamp. What a scamp. Chomp, chomp. Chomp, chomp, slurp, slurp. And then I wrote, uh, Delena to the rescue. <laughs> and, uh, and now that, but now that he does that, now that Stefan is drinking human blood again, he's like a match for Damon now. So he kind of like mm-hmm. tosses him, which is crazy. And it's pretty cool. And then uh, Bonnie shows up and she, uh, what I wrote in my notes was, Bonnie does the thing in all caps. (laughs) Yes, uh, she gives uh, Stefan all those little brain aneurysms. Which rules. Yep, he deserved it. (laughs) Yeah, and then Stefan kind of like comes to and like realizes what he's done and is really horrified and he runs away. Yep, leaving this mess behind. Way to go. Yeah. Whoops. Um, Lizzie covers it up. What is, what's her cover story for this? I can't remember. I don't even know. It was animal attack. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it always? An animal stole her from inside. Uh, then, uh, Bonnie and Elena have another scene and, uh, like Bonnie, Bonnie's like, again, I didn't want to put you in the middle of this, but like, I have to make my own choice here. And my choice is that like vampires aren't good and I'm not interested in like, associating myself with them so yeah yeah body seeing stefan the good vampire fucking wreck amber didn't really help anything nope (laughs) super valid uh jonathan gilbert like connects the like pearl and anna dots i guess Mm -hmm. yeah he gets info from jenna Mm -hmm. because jenna you know was helpful Mm -hmm. because again pearl is trying to get um uh, John's brother's um, medical office. Old office, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because honestly, she wants to like run an apothecary, but I feel like she should just burn it to the ground. Mm-hmm. Fuck the Gilberts. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, original John <laughs> Gilbert was a snitching ass bitch, so like, get your revenge. <laughs> <laughs> then um, Damon, Pearl, and Anna have a scene, and Pearl's like, "Hey, Damon, here's the device because um, one, we like." are really sorry about that whole kidnapping Stefan thing. And two, we like want to make a home here. My daughter wants to stay. So this is like a gesture of goodwill. Take the thing. Cause Anna and Pearl are really sweet. They are. Yep. I'm sure nothing will change that ever. Yep. Uh huh. 
<laughs> Nothing else to say yet. Uh, then the next bullet I have is Stefan in a tank top plus Elena. Uh, I have, he is my dirt bag here. <laughs> um, Elena, like, you know, continues to be very positive and like, you know, very optimistic and believes in him a ton. He's like, this isn't you. And he's like, no, it is. And I wrote, he yell, he scared, he bad. <laughs> I wrote, he's violent, dot, 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 and hot. Yeah, whoops. He, like, shoves her against a wall, which is, like, I know bad, but also also not that bad. He's, like... Hey, guys, Latoya here. Um, It was at this point in the podcast that I said something so embarrassing, I couldn't just erase it from the podcast uh, like I did a previous thing that you guys don't know about. Um, But I had to draw attention to it just to 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 share with the world. Um, I will not be sharing what it was ever. Only Morgan and Jill will know. And with that, you can continue to listen to the episode. Oh, God, I love... Just another another color in the rich tapestry that is you. Shut up. I'd love to hear this. <laughs> um, yeah, he is looking good. And um, but Elena, like, she's like, no, I know this isn't you. Like, come on. Um, I believe in you. And then she she uh, he hugs her and she gives him a little stabby. She stabs him with some vermain. And this is where I wrote, this is some Phantom Thread shit. It is. I'm just like, as we all know, Phantom Thread ripped off Vampire Diaries. Yeah, uh, Phantom, uh, PTA wants what Julie Pleck and Kevin Williamson have. Um, I do believe that. Uh, but um, yeah, the thing is, like, maybe that is a key to, like, finding out what's appealing about this. Like, I like that. Like he doesn't, he doesn't hurt Elena. He doesn't get one over on her. Like she's always in control, and I think that's what's also like makes this like I don't know less upsetting. <laughs> but uh, you know, that's yeah, it's for that poor girl uh, with the um, very dark eyebrows and blonde hair. Um, yes, ramp. I yeah, I feel like we just need to confirm. Of course, we are not into abuse, and that is bad. It's just Paul Wesley is a very handsome man. <laughs> And he is just being a little trash man, and sometimes it's attractive. And we're only human. So then we go to a Damon and Elena scene. They lock Stefan up in the same place they locked Damon up in, in the cellar. And, uh, like, Elena is not giving up on him, and she's going to sit outside his door. And so mm-hmm. Damon does it, too. <laughs> yeah, she does a little controlled slide to sit outside the door, and then Damon's like, I guess I'll sit down, too. Mm-hmm. She's just casual control slide i love it for her mm, a pro miss mystic falls you guys i was sitting here at the end like oh my god if he fucking sits down with her and i couldn't even type it <laughs> in time before he sat with her and i was like oh my god <laughs> uh yeah it was it was great <laughs> yeah we we love it there it's a good episode it fucking rules <laughs> yeah um, and on for the next episode, Blood Brothers, Ooh. which has uh, some the return and I guess kind of introduction outside of like flashbacks and pictures of uh, some terrible parents. <laughs> yep. Uh, we've got Giuseppe back, you guys. Also, oh, yeah. stuff. Giuseppe. Hey, Giuseppe. 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 <laughs> 
open on Stefan like detoxing and he's kind of like they they do some fun stuff where he's like having flashbacks where they're blending with stuff he's seeing in the present day, um, which they do throughout mm-hmm. the episode, which is fun. Um, it's the night that Catherine got discovered and uh, in 1864 and all of the founders are like rounding up the vampires. So the Salvatore boys team up. They're going to like stop the little like carriage thing she's riding in where she's locked up. Uh, and they do successfully get it. They, like, distract someone by saying, like, there's another vampire over here. And they get it. They get her. They're, like, undoing all of her bindings and stuff. And then uh, Damon is shot. Yep. And so it's like, oh, no, brother. Um, and then he decides he's going to pick up a gun and try to shoot back. And then he gets shot. Yeah. Uh, then we kind of see these, like, present-day snatches of, like, Damon and Elena trying to, like, encourage Stefan to wake up and like tell him that he can do this and all that stuff. Um, and it's like blending in with like Catherine saying the things that like Elena is saying to him in the present. It's cool. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, Catherine's put back in the cart and she's, you know, taken away while her two Salvatore boys die. Yeah. He's seeing Damon basically as uh, original John Gilbert taking Catherine away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's a, that's an intense start to the episode. Mm-hmm. Damo pretends he doesn't care about Stefan, which, like, come on. <laughs> come on, son. At this point, like, you're, who are you fooling? Who do you think you're fooling? Uh, Elena is not fooled at all. She's like, no, you like him. Shut up. <laughs> you like your brother. Admit it. <laughs> He's like, no. Um, so we then flash back to, like, Stefan waking up and he's, like, in transition. Um, mm. He's clutching his abs. They're smooth again. <laughs> Um, and, uh, we see Emily. Uh, Emily explains that, you know, um, Catherine compelled him a bunch. So the memories are starting to flood back to him because, mm-hmm. so yeah, he doesn't remember all the, the biting and the blood drinking and all that fun stuff, mm-hmm. but Damo does. Cause he was never compelled. Yeah. Um, and he's like, yeah, you, you died with Catherine's blood in your system, which, you know, she was feeding you against your will. Uh, whereas Damon drank it uh, very freely um, and that and since you died now you are in transition she hands him a daylight ring which she's like Catherine had me make these for you guys and uh, Damon's already awake and they're by the by the quarry <laughs> and we have their scene Damon's like I I woke up earlier than you and I like watched the church get set on fire Catherine's gone he's just like completely devastated yeah that really sucks yeah so like yeah we're we're like this this whole piece of the story is kind of like taking shape and it's like a very it's very important to Stefan and damon's like present day dynamic what happened here so this is a this is a very pivotal episode i like it <laughs> uh yeah meanwhile damon's trying to figure out what the gilbert invention is that pearl gave him mm-hmm. and He's like, oh, Elena, are you spending the night again? God, act like you're not a virgin, Damon. Jeez. Again, it, it is very much like what Michael said in our last episode where, like, Damon's so excited to be in her room in that scene. It's like, dude, chill out. <laughs> you're 160. Yeah. Like, calm down. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so Elena's going to school, which Stefan will not because <laughs> Stefan going to school. Hilarious. Never. Never going to happen. Also at school, um, Anna tells Jeremy the news. She has enrolled at Mystic Falls High and will start officially tomorrow. And he's like, why would you do that? Uh, why would you want to go to high school? It blows. <laughs> he's like, for you, idiot. Yeah. Like, he's like, oh, oh, that's really nice. 
and they're cute and they smooch. Uh, then we have a less adorable scene with uh, Stefan and Damon where Damon's, uh, you know, giving him a water bottle full of animal blood and uh, Stefan won't drink. He's like, I don't care if I live. <laughs> He's a little emo bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's uh, punishing himself. I, I love that we use Lilium Obitchich for either one of the brothers at any given moment. Yep. <laughs> because really, they both are Lilium bitches. The show is very emo, and that's why I love it. Um, then then Alaric calls David, and he opens the phone call by saying, Hey, it's Alaric Saltzman. Which made me laugh. <laughs> Alaric Saltzman from friendship. <laughs> from friendship, and from that time we uh, broke into that house together and you killed that woman. <laughs> You snapped your neck. Hey, it's uh, it's Larry Saltzman. Uh, you slept with my wife, and I punched you in the face. It's Larry Saltzman from you know the date auction. <laughs> hey, it's Larry Saltzman. Um, I teach your brother who never goes to school. Yeah, this is actually about that. Uh, he's fucking out. Yeah, uh, we're worried. Uh, so he says he is a friend who like you know, traced a bunch of phone calls and shit. And uh, he found an address in Grove Hill and he thinks it might be like a lead on finding Isabel. Uh, and Damon's like, I don't, whatever, I don't want to work with you. You tried to kill me. And Alaric's like, you did kill me. Like, shut up. This is friend, what friendship is made of. And also um, the, the call begins with Damon being like, how did you get my number? <laughs> Which uh, Joe is like, I hope they never answer that question. I, yeah, I hope they don't. That's so funny because it was just like, how'd you get my number? And he goes, oh, well, it's a mystery. And I love that. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it's easy. He could have just asked Jenna to ask uh, Elena or Jenna could have had Damon's number, honestly. Mm-hmm. They like to get drunk together. Yeah. I, don't, I don't want an answer. I just want it to remain a mystery. <laughs> he could have asked his student, Caroline. She probably has Damon's number. Does Jenna send Damo dank memes? I hope it. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's Don't what I want. Me. I want them to have a, a meme sending relationship. Ah, <laughs> oh, God. Uh, when Jenna sees a funny tweet, I hope she sends it to David. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how that's how we got the number because of the meme exchange yeah because they exchange memes um you exchange memes with my kind of girlfriend uh so anyways they were like yeah whatever fine we'll do it uh david and elena uh talk about blood she's <laughs> like well, what's what's stefan's favorite kind of blood maybe they, we could get it for him i'm like yeah elena do you plan to go get this blood yourself yeah. do you plan to fetch mouse blood or squirrel blood you doing this girl and damon is uh is a little asshole and he's like yeah uh stefan likes puppy blood <laughs> i'm like shut up you edgelord bitch <laughs> <laughs> i've also written in this scene they're cute uh i, I wrote they cute um an important thing I should probably state on this podcast, um, what, sometimes when I'm very hard on a character on this show, like I will be on Damon, it's because I have a crush on them. Um, I, You can tell I have a crush on someone if I call them dumb. It's a real problem. That's why, again, Morgan is the number one Jeremy Gilbert fan. She loves him. Ooh. She can't get enough of him. It's a no and for his me. Hair. It's a She's all about him. For me, guys. Is it? Because you just said all of that, and that all falls in line with what you've been doing with Jeremy Gilbert. No, he is, uh, he's not for me. It's more like when I'm like, shut up, David. It's because I like him. Uh, anyway, 
uh, Elena and John Gilbert talk, and he's like, let's stop beating around the bush. I know you know. And he tries to like, pull it fast. Saying it like that is still beating around the bush, you idiot. Yeah. And he's like, about the vampires. And she's like, ugh. And he's, uh, he says, what do you think uh, your mother would think about you dating a vampire? And she just fucking wrecks him and goes, which mother? Yeah, um, John Gilbert is not good at this. I mean, in theory, he's good at a lot of things. He's like, he's got a lot of things in motion and he knows things, but he's not good at blackmailing Damon. He's not good at trying to get Elena to the fall in line. He's not charming, as we will address again. Yep. It's fucking great. Again, uh, Elena, Elena schools a meanie, and we know how I feel about that. The anti meanie brigade yeah. right here. No meanies allowed. <laughs> Uh, as we just like went over this whole thing with Stephanie yeah. and also love of Damon but no meanies allowed you guys no meanies allowed yeah if you're a meanie get to Stephanie unless you're a pretty boy meanie unless you're wearing a tank top uh, yeah so then we have another we have another flashback and it's um it's with Damon and Stefan, and it's a pretty sweet transition because they're like well what what would our dad think well, no, Stefan is like that because Stefan's a little daddy's boy, as mentioned the first time we saw Giuseppe. Giuseppe. Yeah, he, like, really is like, I want to talk about dad. And Damon's like, shut up. Our dad sucks. Um, they're both in pain from their transition. And uh, Damon yeah. has decided that without Catherine, he wants to die. Uh, yeah, it's, it's she, Catherine's what he wanted, the reason he did this. And she's not alive, so why should he do this? Yeah. Jill, you seemed very affected by this. Do you want to speak on it? Yeah, I mean, that's fair. I feel like this is a shitty thing to say, but that's fair. <laughs> like, if the one person you loved who was a vampire is now dead, you wouldn't want to turn. Yeah, you're not, like, excited anymore. Yeah, no. I'd be like, yeah, I'm out. Bye. I mean, yeah, those feelings suck, which is why uh, maybe Damo shouldn't have killed Lexi because she he left her boyfriend alone because that's the only reason he turned was for his girlfriend. So fuck you, Damo. Left the fucking big wolf on campus all alone. <laughs> How dare you? The big wolf on campus. <laughs> <laughs> so then, um, so, so the deal is that, like, David and Stefan are both like, okay, so I guess we just, like, won't drink blood and we won't make the transition and we'll just die. Uh, meanwhile, in the present, um, Elena's like, hey, Stefan, what if you drank this blood? And he's like, no, I'm, I'm gonna do what I should have done before, and I'm not gonna drink any more blood, and I'm gonna die. Yeah, he's like, after what I've done, it has to end. It's like, okay, that's really dramatic, boy. He's very emo in this episode. Yep. I mean, he was pretty, pretty mean in the last episode, so... Yeah. It's a, it's fair. Uh, then we have a we have a Damon and Elena scene, and Elena's like, "Hey, little worried that Stefan's uh, trying to kill himself." And Damon's like, "Oh, that's like typical Stefan martyr stuff." Honestly, <laughs> let's talk about the fact that Damo has kind of underplayed Stefan's issues, and that keeps fucking him over. He's like, oh, Stefan will be fine. He's just drinking human blood. And then we have Miss Mystic Falls. Oh, he doesn't really want to kill himself. Homie tries to kill himself. Yeah, like, you should, uh, like, care. Pay attention. Care. Yeah, like, come on. Actually, like, he, he brings up how he, you know, I've known uh, Stefan for, like, for all this time. I know how he thinks, but, like, if you know how he thinks, you should have known how bad it was going to be the blood thing, honestly. Yeah. 
Like, you should know he hasn't learned control, and that's just the way it is, unfortunately. You should uh, know that uh, your brother is, like, in a lot of pain. Haven't you read his vampire diaries? I mean, have you seen him do it? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So then uh, he's like, yeah, sorry, Uh, I'm going on an errand with the teacher. And Elena's like, are you guys friends now? I don't have friends, Elena. (laughs) Yeah, he says, I don't have friends later, and I'm like, shut up, you evil bitch. Uh, and then he's like, hey, Elena, don't go downstairs alone. Like, Stefan could be dangerous. And she's like, well, he can't be that dangerous. You're leaving me alone with him. Which is pretty much like calling him out for being like, you're obsessed with me. True, but also like, she's like, why well, have a death wish, as we all know. So let me die, all the child. Let this teen die. <laughs> The, the the theme of the series. <laughs> oh yeah, Elena wins biggest death wish this week, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, Stefan does have a death wish at the end of this episode, but like Elena's is like crazy. <laughs> you dummy! This is a hungry vampire just uh, chilling. He's not well. And I love her. I love that her heart is big, and I love that she believes in him. But also, a huge part of me is screaming at her. <laughs> It's like, you stupid child. Stop doing this. Yes. Uh, love it. Love it. We have uh, John Gilbert and Pearl talking. Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> where we dunk on John Gilbert hard. He's like, oh, yeah. Like, I want to. Uh, I'm going to use the Gilbert charm on you. And we all just laugh hysterically. Yeah, our chat is just all of us saying, ew. He, what, what Gilbert charm? <laughs> it's gross, but I usually, you know, he's bringing up the point where it's like, yeah, you liked my ancestor, so you must like me. And I'm like, no. No. It's not how that works, bud. <laughs> I mean, it seems to work with the Salvatores, assuming that Elena is uh, Catherine's, uh, is related to Catherine in any way, so. <laughs> oh, fair enough. And yeah, it worked on uh, Damon with Isabel. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they talk about the device, and she's like, why would I give it to you? Like, you clearly know I'm a vampire, and I know you want me dead. Like, and he's like, yeah, because I'm going to charm you, and it's gross. Oh, God, he's so stupid. Then uh, Pearl's daughter, meanwhile, uh, is horny, and she's trying to fuck Jeremy. Um, And she, who does she call a hater? Is she calling John Gilbert a hater? Yeah, uh, yeah, she says your Uncle John wants us dead. And idiot Jeremy says, you don't know that. Like, she does know that. Yeah. Um, you sound like a real Stefan and Giuseppe situation. Mm-hmm. And then he, he says, like, oh, well, what am I? And she says, you're my weakness. Aww. And I was like, oh, well, that's sad. I'm like, that's, emo really, bitches. that's like a really fucking emo thing to say. I do have to say. Like, but I like it. <laughs> this is kind of why I miss Tyler, because, like, I need someone to just call these emo bitches out on being emo bitches. That is, like, Tyler's biggest asset in this show. And, I, and I'd say probably Matt's, too. I mean, yeah, because he has, like, actual struggles, because he's basically an orphan now. Yeah, when he's like, hey, I'm over here, I have, like, real problems <laughs> that, like, I didn't make. <laughs> yeah, you emo bitches. Uh, so then they start hooking up, and there is the perk of dating a vampire where uh, Anna can hear Jenna downstairs so they won't get caught. So it's sex o'clock. Good for those kids. Use a condom. Um, I guess you don't have to. <laughs> they don't have to because she's dead, baby. Oh, wow. I was gonna be like, wow, that would be the one incentive for me wanting to turn yeah, into a vampire. That's the one. <laughs> the one. Jesus Christ, Jill. <laughs> You'll never have your period again, so that's also <laughs> That would be tight. Yeah. 
Just like get rid of that. God, I, I love that for for you. Um, the reasons not the reasons to become a vampire are, are purely reproductive. Yeah, <laughs> Jill, you know that I have all of that for five years via my hormonal IUD, right? If you're like Jill yeah. and want this, may I recommend to you a hormonal IUD? It's basically like being a vampire. <laughs> um, then we have the Damon and Alaric scene. And I really enjoy them like walking up where Damon's like, yeah, rentals are kind of like this weird gray area for vampires. <laughs> like, I don't know if I can walk in or not. We're just going to have to like play it by ear. Yeah. Uh, Rick wants to know some information and Damon just gives it to him freely because, you know, they are friends no matter what Damon says. Mm-hmm. And Alaric says, can we not kill anyone tonight, please? Uh, I mean, Damon had to kill Miss Gibbons. I'm sorry. It sucks, but like for this, for things to work, he did. Um, and he's like, "You just brought me along for my company." Then they're like so cute. It's unbelievable. Yeah, um, totally not friends. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, vampire, you know, attacks them, and Alaric punches him with his cool wooden brass knuckles, which rule. Um, mm-hmm. that might be one of my favorite hunter tools for him, because that's awesome. Like, he has, like, spiky wooden punchy guys. Dope. Yeah, I mean, those those are pretty cool. Right? Um, yeah. if were I, like, hunting vampires, that's the number one thing I'd want, I think. Uh, you would hunt vampires even when your friend Jill becomes a vampire? The bad ones? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Alaric's friends with Damon. Uh, apparently they're not friends. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Her best friends. Um, yeah, Jill, I wouldn't kill you. <laughs> yeah. But then we realize uh, this vampire is actually someone that Damon knows. He knows him from 1864. He was in the tomb. And his name is Henry. He seems nice. Yes. He's a sweet boy. It's too bad for him. <laughs> yeah, I feel really bad for him. He gets uh, done dirty. Yeah. That's what happens when you hang around with the charming John Gilbert. Mm. Um. Oh, my God. I'd want to talk about that for forever. <laughs> Yeah, holy shit. 1864, though. <laughs> yeah, um, so Jonathan Gilbert and Giuseppe uh, rewrite the history book for the Battle of Willow Creek. They're like, we'll say that all the vampires were civilians that were killed, and we'll, you know, my boys will look like, you know, human civilian casualties. Yeah, because, you know, doesn't want their betrayal getting out there. Yeah, which is, um, you know, interesting and, like, sad and a bummer. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, then we have uh, Stefan and Elena scene, and uh, she fucking walks into the cellar. Even though he's like, no, go away. Don't do this. She does it. Her, her, like, her death wish. She, he's like, I can kill you. And she's like, I want to die and walks in. <laughs> I love her. I love her so much. Yeah. Uh, he's trying his best to intimidate her and it's failing miserably. How much time has passed since the pilot? Hmm. Uh, <laughs> well, I would say probably like two or three months. Does that sound right? I guess, yeah, because I'm remembering again, season two is still part of the same school year, so we gotta keep that in mind. Yeah. So she's already ready to die for this boy. I mean, <laughs> I mean, need him in a tank top? <laughs> That's fair. That's a good I, point. I've been ready to die for this boy for a long time. <laughs> he seems pretty great. Um, in uh, in Elena's defense, she doesn't think she's gonna die. She thinks she's she's very confident that she knows him, 
and that she loves him and he loves her and that he's not a threat, um, which is maybe a little relief. But she's not wrong. Yeah, uh, she's basically ends up being right. So she proves that her boyfriend's a punk ass bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, there's the emo little bitch who's uh, you know all bark and no bite. Um, but we love him. Uh, but yeah, she just like he, until he made a point where she just talks to him like he's a dog. She's training, <laughs> and I love and I and I just I love her. Yeah, she's just like no, and he's like okay. In a lot of ways, <laughs> Stefan is a dog. Yeah, I love dogs. Must love dogs, starring Paul Wesley. In the words of uh, Mila Kunis in Jupiter Ascending, I love dogs. Oh my gosh, um, Morgan. Oh, you're after my heart today. <laughs> really, where are my Jupiter Ascending stands? Me? <laughs> what a weird podcast this is. Great podcast. It's a great podcast. And Jupiter Ascending is a great movie. Um, then we have a Damon, Alaric, and Henry scene. And Henry's like, yeah, John Gilbert's been helping me. Everything's different now. There's Match.com. <laughs> he says that, Jer- that, that Jonathan Gilbert taught him how to use a microwave and I'm so angry I don't get to see that scene. I mean, I feel like the Gilbert charm that apparently exists would have existed in these scenes we didn't see. I I want to see David Anders impatient and prickly teaching someone from the 1860s to use a microwave so badly. That's like that that's the perfect scene for him. Yeah, it's like obviously we can believe, you know, Anna and Pearl teaching all of these vampires this thing, but stupid John Gilbert? No. <laughs> He's just like, he's just sucks. I just, oh, fuck. I love him. Um, he's just trash. So then uh, uh, his uh, poor Henry's phone rings and it's John. And Damon's like, oh, cool. Could I talk to him? And takes the phone. And then he and Alaric just like make extended eye contact where they're just like, seems like we got to kill this guy. And Alaric's like, I don't want to. And Damon's like, kind of seems like we got to though. And uh, Alaric stabs and kills him. Poor Henry, sweet boy. He was just enjoying the microwave and Match.com. Possibly Bing. I bet Bing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Henry, before he died, did say that the Tomb Boys, like all the ones that uh, Pearl kicked out, they want revenge. Dun-dun-dun. Mm-hmm. Dun-dun-dun. Um, yeah, and like, Alaric's like, I really didn't want to kill anyone tonight. <laughs> David's like, you're rolling with me. Yep, when you're rolling with uh, Demo, you gotta kill people, unfortunately. Yeah. So then back to John Gilbert and Pearl. She's like, why do you want this device? What does it do? And he's like, it's an heirloom. And he says, you know, um, uh, he regretted, Jonathan Gilbert regretted, like, hurting you. Like, he uh, he really loved you. He said you, like, were his, like, one big love and your his big regret. And uh, Pearl gets, like, a little misty and... <laughs> Like, fucking John immediately is like, psych! What a piece of shit. It's just like, there's nothing redeemable about him. Like, what a fucking asshole. Like, it's so mean. And, like, she's not going to give it to you if you do that. And, yeah, so she's like, I'm done with this bullshit. She's uh, the device with Damon, which is not great for John because working with Damon is not uh, an option. And she also sells in a rotten hell. Yeah. Oh, classy. Love a classy broad. Really do. Uh, then we have Stefan and Elena, and Stefan says he's going to, you know, make the decision he should have made years ago. 
And uh, then we go back and we see uh, a flashback of Stefan and Giuseppe. And um, Giuseppe's like, yeah, I shot you guys myself. I don't want you. I'm mad at you. I don't want these traitors to be my sons. So I was like, pop, pop. Yeah. And then he tries to kill Stefan. And Stefan, like, reflexively defends himself. And Giuseppe uh, gets stabbed. And uh, Stefan uh, does some slurping. Uh, I wrote in all caps, slurp life. Life spelled with a Y. Slurp life. My favorite thing about the slurp is that Giuseppe like makes a face like ew. <laughs> like he's like, it's gross you're doing this to me. Which like fair, it would be really gross, but it's so funny. It's just like <laughs> the opposite of um Angel like killing his father when he turns into a vampire. It's so like Angel went there like with a purpose, like I'm gonna show him. Whereas Stefan's still like, you know, maybe dad's not all bad. What? And then he accidentally kills him and then he slurps him off. He's like, I'm really sorry. I'm just like here to say goodbye. And Giuseppe just has no chill. <laughs> he could have been fine. Everyone could have walked away just fine. But but he slurped. And um yeah, that was the end of it. So Stefan's a vampire now. Uh-huh. So then step back to present day Stefan and Elena. Um, she's like, please, let's just talk about this and figure it out. And she gives yeah. him the ring back and she's like, I'll be upstairs. She makes a good point. She's like, these are the kind of things we need to talk about because mm-hmm. yeah, someone hides so much of like his past. It obviously doesn't make him look good, but like maybe he should tell it. So, well, you know, obviously therapy is what he needs mm-hmm. um, <laughs> or a best friend. But, you know, Damon killed his best friend. So, yeah. Um, so there's that. Uh, then. Alaric and Damon are in this, are still in this poor, poor dead Henry's apartment, and they found some beers in the fridge, so they start drinking, and they have some boy talk, and they talk about, like, Catherine and Isabel, and how they're both, like, guys who chase women who don't want anything to do with them. <laughs> and uh, Rick's like, I'm done chasing for Isabel, and, and uh, uh, Damon's like, what? After only two years? Jeez, I don't understand that. He's like, well, that seems uh, remarkably healthy. And <laughs> David's like, I'm gonna, I've got another 200 years in me. <laughs> God, but Mister, I don't care about anything. I'm totally over Catherine. God, he's such a little little stalker. Right, the boys. I love them. I love them so much. And then the episode ends, and uh, nothing else bad happens. Yep, that was <laughs> great, you guys. Uh, we did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so then unfortunately we check in at a at a vamp house and, oh God, uh, vamp house. yeah and um you know pearl tells anna that they have to leave yeah um because honestly so many fucking people know all their business at this point yeah like it, it just isn't safe anymore like it isn't worth it and it's understandable Anna wants to have, like, a real life now. Finally, she, she's done searching for, like, trying to get her mom out. She's done She's done what she's basically been trying to do all these years. She just wants to be normal with her floppy boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's really not safe. And to Pearl's credit, she even says, you gave me my life back. I'm just trying to protect you, yours. And, I like, she won't force her to leave with her if she doesn't want to leave with her. Yeah. But Anna's a smart girl, so she knows what's up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's a very, it's a 70s 
sad, really sad scene in uh, retrospect. Like, you know, because Pearl's just 100% right. Um, ugh, what about Yet again, it? Pearl is right that they should leave Mystic Falls. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then uh, Damon comes home and he and Elena are like domestic as hell. <laughs> And Elena gets on Damon's case a little bit and is like, yeah, he might not be this way if you didn't torture him all the time. Like, you punish him. And it sucks. And uh, Damon's like, oh, okay, what you don't realize is that there's, like, a lot more to this story. Yeah, he's like, does Stefan tell you the full story? Because, and then we flash back to the full story, which is Stefan bringing a, a gift for Damon, a, a, a young woman, and he's like, uh, tells, tells him to feed on her. It's like becoming a vampire is incredible. Damon has no interest. He's like determined to die. But then Stefan uh, gives this girl a little chomp uh, so that her blood's out in the air. And Damon can't resist because like we saw with Vicky, when you see as a new vampire, you just can't resist it. Like yeah. he forced his brother's hand and he's the reason that he's a vampire, which is, you know, mm-hmm. uh, an important part of all of this. <laughs> Yeah, Stefan, so Stefan's telling like, all the great stuff about vampires. Mm. He doesn't bring up the fact that you can't get anyone pregnant, which is a real selling point. But mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but he does make a, a point about, he's like, and the guilt, the pain, Damon, I can turn it off like a switch. So that is like the first mention of something that is very important in the series, which they will go into more. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll see that uh, when everything's heightened, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> once, it, once everyone's talking about heightened, uh, the switch will be discussed as well. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So then um, back to the present, Damon says, I think a very important line, she says, human blood made Stefan a different person, which is, I think, I think huge. Like, the idea that, like, that fla- that the flashback Stefan that we've been seeing, like, you know, that was a, a really different person. Yeah. Um, yeah. Human blood fucked him up. <laughs> so sucks to be Stefan. Sucks to be Stefan, and also just like the, the idea that like the version of himself he's trying to get back to, which is like you know much more similar to the original version of him in the flashbacks we saw with Catherine. It's the idea that like he's kind of trying to approximate whoever that guy was because becoming a vampire like irrevocably changed him. Um, yeah. And that's like a process that you have to feel out and it's not easy. And clearly he struggles with it. Much like Vicky was, uh, Stefan's a vampire with issues. Yep. <laughs> uh, so then Elena realizes that Stefan is gone and he left his daylight ring, which is not good. He left his dang ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeremy and Anna have a little scene. Yeah, Anna sneaks into his bedroom while he's sleeping. Uh, she's trying to tell him that she's about to leave, but you know he's a sleepy little boy. <laughs> like if your if your if your girlfriend was like, "I'm leaving," wouldn't you wake up? <laughs> I'd be like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> I mean, we spent most of the scene just talking about how he was laying weird in bed. He was laying really weird. He had his like hand on his pillow, and I brought up that it's very similar to how Kristen Stewart sleeps in the Twilight movies. <laughs> <laughs> when you have a vampire significant other you want to sleep with your hand on the pillow like that for some reason just in case yep. in case what we'll never know who knows um so stefan is at the falls the falls of mystic falls and he's a uh, kind of hallucinating uh this whole episode really you haven't mentioned it yet is very similar to the episode amends from buffy the vampire slayer season three i mean Really, the only difference is that Elena didn't get baby bangs for this episode. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> Stefan never yells, am I a righteous man? 
I mean, he's thinking it. He essentially says it, but also uh, it doesn't snow. Um, oh, amends fucking rules. Uh, it does. It was a great episode. It is. <laughs> so Except good. for those baby bangs. Why did Sarah Michelle Gellar do that to herself? Look, it was the 90s. It was only that one episode, and they never addressed it, and they should have. They are weird. It's very weird. I love her. Uh, <laughs> then in our in our flashback, uh, Damon's like, cool, I'm a vampire. Uh, guess what? I'm promising you an eternity of misery. Yay! Uh, that is what he reminds Stefan he promised in the pilot. So mm-hmm. this is the official moment when it happened. Yeah, which is very fun. Um, a, f- a fun callback. It's not fun in the moment uh, for either of them. <laughs> It's the opposite of fun, actually. It's basically uh, like John Gilbert. Yeah, it's quite sad. Um, so then uh, in the present day, Stefan's he's got the hunger. He's got the hunger. He's hallucinating. Um, again, it's very immense. Um, and then we have um, the flashback where Emily s- says uh, she did this because basically, so Emily's relationship with Catherine is that Catherine saved her life at one point, so she was indebted to her. Mm-hmm. She owed her. Um but she never wanted either Salvatore or anyone really to take on Catherine's curse. He, she was hoping that Stefan would would not go for the blood, but you know, Giuseppe was looking real good with all that blood. Yep. And <laughs> Who could resist that snack? Yeah, uh, Giuseppe was looking like a snack. Um, <laughs> so he, she tells Stefan that his heart is pure, and basically he'll be plagued by uh, being a vampire. Which, uh, yep. Yeah, and that is, again, very angel, very amends, very, like, the idea that you'll do horrible things and you'll be cursed to care about those things. Um, sad. (laughs) Yeah, so not happy. Yeah. Uh, no good, very bad, don't do it. Um, don't be a vampire. (laughs) okay. (laughs) (laughs) Or if you're gonna be one, be a good one. Morgan's anti-vampire platform, because as we know, Morgan's an aspiring vampire hunter. Yeah, I'll because I'll punch you with my with my stuff if you're a meanie. Um, I'll punch you with my stuff. I'll punch you with my my uh, my uh, brass knuckles that are wooden knuckles. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Watch out. Um, anyways, so uh, Elena shows up and she talks to Stefan, and Stefan's like, "I'm bad." Am I a righteous man? Am I a righteous man, Buffy? And um, Elena brings up this point where she's just like, look, you, like, saved my life. Like, yeah, you did bad things, but you also did good things. Like, you made a choice, and you made a choice to be good, and you should keep fighting. But the thing that she brings up that I really like is this thing that um, – where, where, like, her uh, – talking about a choice she made, where she mm-hmm. says that she – the night her parents died, where their car went off Wickery Bridge – she blew off family night to go to a party Mm -hmm. and her parents had to come pick her up from that party. And then on the drive back, the accident happened and she blames herself for it. She's like a great deal of like shame about it. And it's like, okay, well like that's a choice that I made. And it was a choice that resulted in somebody getting hurt. But what am I supposed to do? Just like shut down. Like I have to keep living, and so do you, because I can keep making good. I can make good choices, and I can help people. And I, I really like the show's philosophy about that. It's good, right? We, we yeah. said um, uh, yeah. choices are good. You know, choices, consequences. They're good. <laughs> are you Bad the, girls. Name Buffy episodes. 
enemies. <laughs> I'm just naming Buffy episodes with Faith also. Yeah, I'm like, hi. I'm like, these are all good Fs. Um. The Zeppo. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, then Stefan and Alina do a little smooch. And he puts his ring on. And he agrees to live again. He made his choices and these are the consequences. Mm-hmm. He's a righteous man. <laughs> uh, then... Then the episode ends and everyone's happy. Yep. So, back at Vamp House. Um, uh, I'm so upset. We're packing up to leave. And then they do leave. And uh, they live in Hawaii and everything's cool. Um, it's really nice. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Harper and Pearl get a little thing going. They are a cute couple. Yeah, they're smooching. Um, no, uh, unfortunately, uh, Pearl and Harper are killed. Um and it fucking sucks. Uh, it's really sad. Uh, there's a knock at the door, and it's a steak for Pearl. Yeah, and then soon after, Harper gets it as well. Yeah. And it no. sucks. And um, Jill, how did how did you react to this happening? Because it still sucks seeing it happen again. Having seen it before. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I typed into the chat just um. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> because it was incredibly unexpected. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, Pearl is a bad bitch, and I love her, and I want to see more of her. So yeah. that uh, that one hurt, guys. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a real bummer. Pearl rules. I'm very sad to see her go. I mean, at least it wasn't Damon who did it, because if Damon killed Lexi and Pearl, like, Jesus Christ, I don't know if I could deal with that. Honestly, at first I thought it was Warner, and I was like, "What the fuck, dude?" <laughs> yeah, that yeah, that makes sense actually, because you know he's got all his little inventions. Nah, he wouldn't. He's a good boy. He's too busy getting <laughs> drunk, either with Damon or already at the grill. Yeah, and then to tie off that story, and then we can tie off the like other ones. Like Anna finds her mom in Harbor, and she's like obviously like really devastated. And she says, "No, bad. please don't leave me again." And I'm like, "God." Oh, God. Yeah, it's just like this poor girl like worked so hard for all of this time and she got she like actually got her mom back all for it to just get taken away. Like because of this town's hatred of vampires. It's really fucked up. <laughs> Makes me sad. Yeah. Fuck John Gilbert. Fuck yeah. any Gilbert named John. Honestly, fuck the Gilberts. Sorry, Jeremy. Yeah, no. Absolutely. You're like, my uncle doesn't want to hurt you. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, and then John Gilbert <laughs> like, calls Lizzie and he's like, I have an update on the vampires. I mean, yeah, he, he pulls a demo move, honestly, where it's like, here, we'll say these were the vampires that did it all. Yeah, so fuck him, fuck that. It's sad. Uh, then for wrapping up our like main story, we have a Salvatore Boys scene. Um... And I really like it. I like Damon. It gets really mad. He's like, everything I do isn't your fault. Like, I own my actions. Yeah. He says, you are not allowed to feel my guilt. Mm-hmm. And he says, you feel guilt. And he, I, I really like what he says. If I wanted to, like, it's there, um, which uh, rules. And we'll, And once we talk more about, like, the switch, Jill, and stuff like that, um, we'll we can talk about like how vampires feelings work and morality and all of that stuff. Cause I think it's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, David said he still hates Stefan because she turned you and it was just supposed to be me. Mm-hmm. So like that's still the offense for him. Uh, so then um, our like, 
final, final beat, fun little stinger at the end, is uh, mm-hmm. Alaric, you know, he's at, the, he's at the bar, the grill, he needs another glass of brown liquor before bed, and who appears immediately, uh, you know, once he's stopped looking, <laughs> but Isabel. Ah, uh, Isabel. Oh, Isabel. I love that as soon as he heard her voice, he just paused and took a deep breath before turning. (laughs) Yeah. He's uh, figures. He's already tired of this shit. And as is Morgan, uh, based on her impression of Isabel before he started recording. Hi, Rick. (laughs) (laughs) I, I will argue, Isabel, she's a dang meanie. Oh, yeah. Not a fan. I mean, just everything she's done so far, just from not even being on screen, mm-hmm. she's chaotic. She's chaotic, and she's she's just for, for me. She's I, I find her a, a, a bit flat. Like, like if if you're gonna be evil, enjoy it. <laughs> also, just divorce your husband if you don't want to be married to your husband. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can divorce him. You do not have to uh, face your death. Yeah, you didn't do any of this. Uh, but it's like she's not good at planning. Remember, her I, way to scare Elena was to like keep doing all this shifty stuff to where Elena kept digging, and then she called her on her phone. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, she Isabel's about as smart as uh, Uncle John is charming. <laughs> well, we will see more of her uh, in our next episode, which is entitled Isabel. Ooh, yes. Um. <laughs> So now it is time for Jill's power rankings. Woo! Demo, demo, demo. <laughs> um, he's still number one. I would put. God, I had this in my head too. I'd put Warner probably as number two. Hell yeah! The boys, the boys are your top two. The, the boys. Um, I'm gonna keep Bonnie at three. Hell yeah! Okay. Uh, Cause she's back. <laughs> Hell yeah. Bonnie's back. Bonnie's back. And then I'm going to put Anna up at four. Aw. Yeah. And then the rest are, who cares? John's in the trash, I assume. In the trash. I love it. Uh, So now, I guess, time for chalk crushes? Yeah. Uh, So I can already say that for Mystic Falls, my crush is Stefan. Uh, it's all in it right now. Uh, fair enough. Yeah. And of course, for Blood Brothers, it's Giuseppe. <laughs> okay, I, I need to think of one for Blood Brothers, so um, go on. Um, I'll say my crushes are kind of just for both episodes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that they are Stefan and Damon. Uh, the the Salvatore boys are in uh, fine form in these two. Uh, I, as I argued, I think they're both at peak hotness with um, Stefan being unexpectedly a dirtbag and Damon being unexpectedly lovely. <laughs> I think uh, <laughs> both of them are great. I'd give them little smooches. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think I'll say because I'm just going to like separate by episode. So um, my crushes will be uh, the demo uh, Alaric team up. Hell yeah! Very nice, very nice. So yeah, them and Stefan in uh, Miss Mystic Falls. Because how could I not choose Stefan in Miss Mystic Falls after all this? You gotta, Jill. Um, I I know in the chat I said I only have room for one bad Salvatore brother. Mm-hmm. You did say this, and I was like, what the fuck? And I <laughs> snapped. However, I'm gonna give Mystic Falls to Demo and Blood Brothers to Stefan. 
Um, we've arrived. Is that the first time I've had Stefan as a crush? It might be. It might, it might yeah. be. Yeah. You've been pro Stefan, but I don't think you've chosen him as the crush of the episode, though. Mm-hmm. No. That's a demo world we live in. <laughs> uh, uh, we need to talk more about how you can't uh, have two bad Saboteur brothers. Uh, yes. Why not? <laughs> um, Because you need something... You need, like, the yin and yang, you know? But why can't they just both be bad boys and cute? No. <laughs> I agree with what Morgan said, where how, like, when Stefan was bad, then Damo stepped up and was good. And I really like that dynamic. And I want that to continue. <laughs> but what if one day we see them both be bad? What will you do? How will you react? I will probably just be pro Damo. <laughs> Knowing me. <laughs> Knowing you, it kind of sounds like it. I was I would argue that um you have more of a Elena view of things and I have more of a Catherine Pierce view of things. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like, uh look, uh why not both? <laughs> why not both? Why not both? Um, but I think I think the show is is doing it's doing good when it is very aware of where your allegiances must lie. Because I think, I don't I mean, in terms of shipping, I tend to very much want whatever it seems like the characters want most, usually, with like a few exceptions. Uh, but like, you know, right now, I, as much as I'm, I'm into uh, Damon and Elena dancing together, if Elena says she wants to be with Stefan, I want her to be with Stefan, you know? <laughs> Right now on the show, I feel like there are no shipping issues with like what's presented as right. But uh, once we get further into the show, we will be having discussions, probably long, huge discussions. I might fight you guys. We'll see. I, I don't. I, we have not. You and I have not talked about like our takes. I mean, I, my major issue is kind of like with specific writing choices for characters at certain times. So we might agree, but I, I don't know how Jill will feel honestly for certain things. Yeah, I'm I'm interested to see how it goes. <laughs> Probably just assume that I'll have the wrong opinion. <laughs> my my issues basically begin in season four. Yeah. Yeah. Uh we'll 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 see. Yeah, the saying that is not gonna like reveal anything, so yeah. Yeah. No, I uh, I know what you're talking about and I uh, I think we're gonna agree. Oh uh, yeah, I'm going to rant. I might be preaching to the choir, but I will be ranting. Yeah, we'll we'll talk. Uh it'll be great, but let's not scare Jill off because we're in a really good place right now and I'm the the end of this season fucking slaps. I cannot wait to see it. How do you think it's gonna wrap up, Joe? Yeah, Joe. How do you how do you think this is all gonna end? Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> I honestly don't know if I can even guess, <laughs> just because I have no idea what the thing is that Pearl had, uh-huh. and I feel like that's gonna play it into it. Here, I'm going to tell you the names, like the titles of the next two episodes. So the next one is Isabel. Uh-huh. And then after that is Founder's Day. Are Isabel and John fucking? Ew. Ew. I mean, that's not an answer, but also It's ew. not an answer, but it is the truth. <laughs> <laughs> they just, both of them, again, are just like, they're such cold people. I'm not interested in that. <laughs> I don't care for it. No, no, thank you. T- that's what I say to that. I say, no, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. Penny Hart style. No, thank you. And then crash into a glass wall. <laughs> yep. That's me. <laughs> that is me though. Uh, but yeah, um, I, oh fuck. I'm so amped. Uh, I am amped. 
you're gonna lose your shit. This is uh the season one finale is one of my favorite season finales ever. It it Ooh. truly it it slaps. It goes incredibly hard. And also, we have, I believe, the full cast for both of these episodes. Yeah. So Matt and Tyler are back, and Jenna's also in the episodes. So everyone, the gang's all here for these episodes. Yeah, which is good. That's how we want it. Oh, boy. All right. Well, if if Jill has no more predictions, then we should probably sign off. We should. um, I feel like I should apologize for our, our discussion in the first episode, because I'm just like, we are not supporting abuse. We would never... But it's I, I I feel like it I feel oh, I feel so weird now. If if it, if it just in case it doesn't go without saying, uh, yeah, we're not fans of people being abusive or shitty to anyone. Um, but and no one, um, I don't think we ever said like, oh, Elena, like get over it. We never said anything like that. Oh God, no! Like what? I think the the reason that this doesn't completely ruin Stefan as a character is that like. He never like crosses a line with that, that line with Elena, and we even call out like how, what a piece of shit he is. Like when he's trying to be like you know uh, he's trying to like mess with her mind. Uh, oh yeah, he, like, he gaslights her and is like, oh, but like I thought you were like so supportive of me. Like that's completely fucked. And we we're like, shut up, you're an asshole. Yeah. So you can follow me on Twitter at LaFergs, and from there you can find my writing, other podcasts, all that fun stuff. And you can find me on Twitter at Lorgan Mudich. Um, I'm also on Letterboxd there, and I'm watching, I'm going to try to watch more movies during this quarantine, so you can follow me there. <laughs> um, you can find me on Twitter at Jill Bob Baggins with two I's instead of two L's. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I guess I'll drop my Letterboxd. It's a different handle. Yeah. Um, but it's <laughs> At Jill D E F I. Oh, cute. Jill's uh, Jill Letterbox rules. <laughs> I just don't make proper reviews. I just will say bad things. Oh, I'm surprised. Uh, <laughs> I shit post a lot on Letterbox. Like my my re- I, when I when I got very high and watched uh, the second Underworld movie, I just my I think my review was like me types into Google Scott. Speed man in Animal Kingdom, how good. So, you know, <laughs> don't judge. Anyway, that has been The Empire Diaries. It has. Um, I do not want to be afraid. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>